0: And tonight's story is called Hazards in Buying a Used Car. I hope you enjoy. A 1998 Power Blue Ford Taurus isn't anyone's choice for a vehicle, but it was what I ended up choosing at the lot. It wasn't a bad car, not too many miles. Recently replaced tires, and it was cheap. My only real complaint is that the previous owner had seriously gone overboard with air fresheners. The whole interior reeked of vanilla and pine. The dealer, a real nice guy, said he was cutting me a deal. Told me that they were having trouble moving this one off the lot. Explained that no one seemed to be interested. I guess I'm less picky than average, because the car looked fine to me. So a check and a handshake later... I was driving home. That's when the strangest started. I hadn't noticed it during the complimentary test drive I had been given, but there was a lump in the padding of the seat, right in the small of my back. It wasn't enough to make the drive uncomfortable, so I assumed the foam was coming loose under the fabric and let it go. The car was a decade old, after all. For about two weeks, I drove the car like that, to and from work, picking up groceries and stuff like that. The lump was pushed to the back of my mind, and I'd pretty much got used to it. Then it moved. At first I thought I was imagining things. Foam padding doesn't squirm around, obviously, and it had just been the slightest feeling in my back that set me off. But no. As I kept driving, it became clear that the seat had shifted. It definitely felt different against my spine. At this point I thought maybe this was what was wrong initially with the seat, that maybe the loose foam had shifted when I first got the car. Once I got home, I decided I would examine it in more detail. By the time I got to my driveway, the lump was downright irritating, so I hopped on my seat and began to probe the fabric with my fingers. Whatever was in there, I quickly noticed it wasn't foam padding. The consistency was thicker than foam, almost gelatinous, and there were hard pieces inside it that felt almost like stone. I couldn't make it out at the time, but the shape of the thing was familiar too. Confirming my suspicions, I also noticed for the first time a long seam in the seat that someone had stitched up. The previous owner must have stuck something in there. I hopped back in to take the car to the dealer and complain. This is the sort of thing a salesman should tell you, you know? Maybe they just didn't know about it. I hadn't seen it at first either. I was about halfway to the dealership when the thing in the seat began to writhing around. Not a shift like before, but actively crawling underneath the fabric. If you can imagine the feeling of something worming its way across your lower back, you can probably replicate my reaction. The number on the speedometer doubled. I nearly ruined those recently replaced tires swerving to the dealership parking lot. It didn't take long for me to find the man who had sold me the car, and even less time to grab him by the shirt sleeve and stammer out what had happened. He was surprised by the story. It was strangely receptive. More than I would have been if some punk teenager started rambling about squirming car seats. He came back to the car with me, pulling out a pocket utility knife as we walked. As we cut the fabric off the seat cover, the stench that spewed out almost literally knocked us back out of the car, but what we smelled didn't make either of our stomachs turn nearly as bad as what we saw. Inside the seat, under the fabric, we found a half-rotted human hand. Thanks for listening, I hope you enjoyed the story. Come back next time for some more spooky stories. And as always, remember to face your fears.